Welcome to Mouse Alineas, where we will discuss everything Disney, from the parks to the movies and everything in between, with a special Disney recipe every week. This week, we are talking about Vic- Tim and my experience at Victoria and Albert's. And on to the news. More names have been added to the narrator lineup for the 2019 Candlelight Processional. So the lineup we have so far is Ming-Na Wen, who played Mulan. She's going to be there from 11-29 to December 1st. Neil Patrick Harris from December 2nd to December 5th. Whoopi Goldberg from the 6th to the 7th. Isabella Rossellini from the 8th to the 10th. Gary Sinise from the 13th to the 15th. Pat Sajak, the 16th to the 18th. Stephen Curtis Chapman, who's a contemporary Christian music singer from the 22nd to Christmas Eve. Edward James Olmos from Christmas Day and the 26th. Marley Matlin from the 27th to the 28th. And Lisa Ling from the 29th to the 30th. The 2020 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will take place March 4th to June 1st, 2020 at Walt Disney World. The Outdoor Kitchens will be back along with Disney-themed topiaries and the Garden Rocks concert series. And a new Ratatouille Garden will debut at the France Pavilion with an all-new Remy Topiary. We're missing it this year. This is the first year we're missing it, and I can't tell you how long. Whatever. You've been to Walt Disney World like a million times this year. Shush. Is this one longer (laughs) next year? I think it is. They're always longer. They make all of them longer and longer. Is it bad that we already have two trips planned for next year? I'm going 20, whenever the 50th is. We <laughs> they're, then they're both land and seas. Yeah, yeah, we know. And you didn't say that what I put at the top, that it's the bougie episode. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't read And then part. you're talking about your cruises. So, yeah. Pinky's up the whole episode. Hate is going to hate. <laughs> The Scat Cats Club at Disney's Port Orleans Resort at French Quarter will soon be expanding. Coming this October, the lounge will expand to a larger space that will serve signature beverages alongside bar. Food inspired by the Big Easy, Scat Cats Club will offer live jazz music five nights a week. And just off the lobby will be the Scat Cats Club Cafe, where you'll be able to pick their famous beignets. Mm, Beignets. Disney has announced that a new Mickey Shorts Theater will be coming to Disney Hollywood Studios. Set to open in spring 2020, Disney says that the theater will be joining the park's theater district but doesn't offer any further details. The new theater will be located in the former Sounds Dangerous building, which currently shows Star Wars Path of the Jedi movie. Jillian and Matt just did the Sounds Dangerous the other week on their podcast. I love Sound Dangerous. I highly recommend people go listen to What's This because then you can listen to the old Drew Carey Sounds Dangerous. I've never done it. Yeah. I liked it. A lot of people hated it. You just sat in a dark room with headphones on. That's all it was. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I I, I really don't know what to say about that. (laughs) On to the main topic, which is our experience at Victoria and Albert's. So we were early. Our reservation, we all thought was for five, but it really wasn't until 530. They don't open until 530. Yeah. (laughs) But um, we went over to the bar in Citricos and we had a drink. 
And then they, the maitre d' came over and brought us in. And you walk in, and it, it's just a it, really small room. It's really not big at all. And they had a violin set up. It was a harp. Harp, yeah, that too. So they had a harp set up, and we were sitting behind the harp at a pretty decent-sized table because there were, how many were we, eight? We're on property at Grand Floridian, is it? It's right, right off the hallway. Hmm? I don't know where Citricos is. Second floor? Second floor. Oh, okay. Okay. Towards the back. Okay. Like, there are no windows, so you won't be able to see into it either. Yeah. And the door to it is frosted glass, so you can't even look in, and they keep it closed. Fancy. Yeah. You have to get escorted to the bathroom. Yeah, it was kind of weird (laughs) (laughs) and every time you sat down they gave you a new napkin like if you went to the bathroom and you came back they gave you a new napkin and it was cloth and they'd put it on your lap for you so how many how many people does the restaurant hold you think it's 50 total okay so that's really hard to get a reservation then it's very difficult it's one of those if you really want it you gotta book at that six month window because they have that room the main dining room and then have the Queen Victoria room, which is smaller, and then the chef's table, which we tried to get but couldn't. I bet the chef's table is amazing, but it's probably really, really, really hard to get. I want to do it so bad. Yeah. Right. So, Tim, do you want to take our first amuse-bouche course? Okay. So, I was afraid to do this because the first course was Imperial Caviar and Summer Melon Terrine. Um, I was afraid I wasn't going to like it. But I did like it, and now I'm afraid this is going to give me another expensive hobby. <laughs> but it was really good, and they served it with Villacart Simone champagne. And by the time it was all said and done, I think we went through four bottles. I assume that everyone did the wine flight along with Correct. Yes. Everybody yeah. did the wine flight. I'm sure we should have started with that. Everybody did the wine flight. And then we also had... wine flight, but it's wine pairing. Yes, yeah. wine pairing. So we also had somebody at our table do the up on this because certain things you can get like an upsell on so we also had the international caviar tasting ew i don't like caviar see like for picky people what if you don't like caviar can you tell them and they would yes give you something oh yeah they will change it up okay because they had called us a week before and asked do i you know do i do seafood i was like no seafood is like is caviar okay and i said you know what if i don't like it then adam could have it and that's exactly you know, he what doesn't I would get eat. it, and that's exactly what we said. And that was the only fish thing on my menu was the caviar. Everything else was different. Whatever there was fish on other people's menu, it was different. I had something different. Yeah. Okay. So the international caviar taste and had French Siberian Ocetra, American Snake River White Sturgeon, and Royal Belgian Platinum caviar. They What's really sturgeon? Good. Is that it's a, a fish? fish? It's a big fish. Yeah, okay. yeah it's a big fish. All, all the all caviar comes from fish. Yeah, fish eggs. yeah I know it's fish eggs. <laughs> well, you never know. I'm just trying to be nice. Like, you gotta be so mean to me for the black label. Oh yeah, the black label Jamon and Berico. Yes, and baby t- with baby tomatoes and twenty five year old balsamic. Okay, the and this was paired with a Matheson white blend from Napa Valley. The craziness about this balsamic is they came out. The bottle maybe was like two inches tall, maybe. Yeah. 
That's it? Well, it's... Potent. Really, really... No, it's really, really expensive. <laughs> they actually give it to you in, like, a dropper. Well, I dropper. <laughs> That's so funny! <laughs> but it, it is very strong. A little goes a long way. And it was so good. One thing I can definitely say, everything here was amazing. But this ham was sliced so thin on the bottom of the plate that it looked like a sauce. It didn't look like ham. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was so, it just melted in your mouth. Delicious. It was so good. Now, this is where our menus after this split a little bit. Because I had a Glacier 51 toothfish and Alaskan king crab with white asparagus. Ooh. And this was served with something I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't pronounce that either. Laurent. Cognard. Les Bassets. Montagny. What is it? It was a wine. Their crew. Okay. It's a white. It was a white. Yeah. I had Californian asparagus with artichoke and sauce verge. It was so good. I don't really normally do artichokes that often, but these are really good. Artichokes are so good. Carthay Circle has good artichokes. My fish, I I made Tim try. It was almost buttery. It, it didn't taste like fish. It tasted like you, you were eating butter. And what it, kind of fish was it again? A Glacier 51 toothfish. Okay, I haven't heard of that fish. And then, because I like fish, I also got the upsell on this. And this had a wild turbo with toasted capers and preserved lemon, which is out of this world good. Do we have the same course for the next one? The I can't. Yes, I think so. I can't. The baby, that. the baby chicken. Is that the poutine? Yeah, the yeah, baby yes. chicken. Go ahead. I can't say all that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it either. But it was it was poutine, balotine with chive gnocchi and house made ricotta. It was baby chicken. <gasps> that sounds amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like and that was served with a Pulenta Estate Grand Malbec. From Mendoza. And every... It, the, the thing is, everything here was so amazing. And the experience was so amazing. I mean, we got there at 5 o'clock, 5.30. We didn't leave till 10.30. Yeah. That was one of my questions. <laughs> we sat and ate for a good five hours and drank and drank and drank. Well, <laughs> I think it was after this course was the first free gift from the chef. Yes, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it, it came in something that looked like a little fishbowl. And it was... I don't remember. It was some vegetables and a bunch of other stuff. Some foam. It was really good. After that, we had Texas Wild Bar with Iloette and Salsa Verde. What's Iloette? Elote. That. What <laughs> is Spanish, it? Spanish corn. Oh, okay. It was Wild Boar two ways. Yes. And the, the corn was two ways. It yes. Was so good. That sounds good. It was amazing. And the next one, like, this was the main, what they call the main course. <laughs> it was Australian style. It was Australian style. I'm sorry. Australian Kobe style beef with black truffle oh. on Purdue and chanterelles. And we had to do the upsell you because you want to know what that was? Yes. <laughs> it was genuine Miyazaki Japanese wagyu. 
Oh. <laughs> yes, beef. please. <laughs> and it was just an ounce of each. All you, so you got was an ounce of each, but it just melted in your mouth. The Miyazaki just, you just, they had sliced it so really thin and it just put a piece in your mouth and it just like melted. It was so good. And <sighs> I, the best thing about it is that they serve both on the same plate with this like bone marrow broth. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and it's a bone marrow um, Bordelais reduction. Ooh, <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> um, this was served with a Jason Palmer Bordeaux blend from Napa. But th- this, I could have eaten tons and tons of this, and I was getting full at this point. Yeah. And then we got another free gift, another free piece of food from the chef. I don't remember what that one was either. Oh, my God. Did you at least take pictures of any of your food? Uh, because no. it's not that kind of place. Yeah, it no, really. I would have. <laughs> because it's it's very dim in there, and if you were to take a picture, the, you would have a flash. Oh, okay. I'm sure they would have considered it rude, which uh, rightfully so. Yeah, I wouldn't want to put a bright flash in anybody's face. So this starts the dessert courses because <laughs> there were three of them. <gasps> what? We had the bonus one, which was a dessert course. I don't remember what it was. Um, then after that. We had a selection of cheese from the market. Yum. And that was paired with a vanilla gelato with radio. No, you had, that was either or. Oh, this was either or. Yeah, but that each, was either or. But since we were eight, each couple got one. Yeah. And they shared. So it was either the selection of cheese, which is amazing, and the vanilla gelato with rainier cherry compote and white chocolate. Yes, please. To everything. <laughs> <laughs> the gelato was really good. Yeah. I didn't care much for the cheeses, but there were. I love the cheeses. Love the cheeses. They were salty and like, oh, they were so yummy. And this was served with the Famille Perrin Muscat Bemuse de Vins Blanc, which is a very sweet white. It was. I liked it. I don't think anybody else did though. I, no, I liked it. Okay. I liked all the wine that we we had gotten that night. So the next dessert course was a Trinitario chocolate mousse and avocado gelato. Ew. I'm not a big avocado person, but it was yummy. It almost had like a banana flavor to yeah, it. Like a banana pistachio mix oh. flavor to it. It was really good. I would try it, even though I don't like avocado. But... Well, so this is paying this much for this meal. You yeah. can try everything. Yeah, exactly. And then the coffee, oh, which coffee. was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Because what it, it comes out in two like bowls and in between there's just like this black circle and the coffee's sitting on the bottom and the water the coffee i guess is in the middle no the coffee's in the top bowl the ground coffee's in the top bowl and the water's at the bottom and they do the same thing with the tea as well they have these bunsen burners which is the best way i can explain it yeah or and they light them and the water starts boiling and it boils up into this chamber with the coffee it sits there for like a few minutes. They turn off the flame and the coffee just drips right back down. It was some of the best coffee I've had. Separate it and, and pour it from the, the bottom one. Mm-hmm. And this was a Sulawesi Island coffee by Joffrey's Tea. Oh, I was going to ask if it was Joffrey's. <laughs> it was Joffrey's coffee. And um, you also got some chocolates at the end of this course, which was just a little too much at that point. I didn't want to eat anymore. We just, he's like, do you want him to go? Like, yes, please. <laughs> and 
and there were those things were, were amazing too. So rich and decadent chocolate. I mean, one of them was just a chocolate dipped orange rind, mm-hmm. but it was so good. I wouldn't know somebody ate mine. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't Tim. It wasn't Tim. We were booze, James, Mikey. That ate a mine. A booze filled cherry. Uh, a bunch of other uh, other chocolates, but they were they were really tiny, but so rich. Yeah, when we went to Yachtsman, they gave us house made chocolates for our anniversary before, and they're they're bite sized, but they're really good. Well, I mean, I just want to take a second to talk about the service of all the dishes and everything too, because you know. They usually just have one server who brings out all your plates and they place them down and they move on. This was almost like Top Chef or any of those shows where they literally have like six people that surround the table and they put all the dishes down at the same time. Oh, cool. So well orchestrated. I mean, the service in this place is top notch. I mean, bar none, the best service on property from anywhere that we've been to well obviously i mean well yeah you get, get what you pay for <laughs> oh what does and, and you do when we tell you when we talk about the wine pairing and we tell you that this wine was goes with this food they didn't just give you a glass and then that was it if they came by and you were still eating and your glass was empty they bought you some more mm-hmm. so we were pretty toasty when we got out of there yeah <laughs> they got to lube you up before they gave you the check yeah, this is also the first time I've ever seen a check come in a box. A box? It, it what kind of a box? A wooden box. A wooden box. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a little clasp, and you had to open it up. But then you open it up, and it's just a regular Disney resource mm-hmm. pen. <laughs> like I expected to sign it with like a quill or a... Well, I mean, the thing that killed me was the box itself, because it looks like a jewelry box. Yeah. I mean, it, it's presented like it's almost like a jewelry box, like for a watch. It's that big. Yeah. I thought they were going to give us something else, but I opened it up. I was like, no, now it's our turn to give them something. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that was the sad part. The women all got roses at the end. Yeah. Cool. It's just a very amazing experience. And I'm like, oh, this is a one and done. And when I sat there and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this again. This is a one and done. I'm not going to do this again. Kind of want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of my questions. Two, two people... That were with us, Brent and Sydney, they've already done it. Yes. And they wanted I, to do it with other people, and then they, they still want to do it again. It's that good. Brent and Sydney, the, Sydney's, this is Sydney's third time. Yeah, because she did it with Brent, she did it with her friend Lauren, and then now with us. I yeah. mean, you can set me up anytime. We have a resort like 15 minutes from us, and it's the exact same concept, and we go like once a year because it's so good. But we're like, we want to go more than that, but we're like, we can't justify it like going <coughs> no. all the time. But <laughs> now I want to do the different rooms because different rooms have a little bit different menus. How so? Oh, we forgot to talk about the bread. <laughs> oh, well, no, the butter. <laughs> Each bread that they brought out had a different butter. Yes. <laughs> and it was so good. It was a, it was a truffle butter. butter. It was Ooh. a truffle butter, like a black sea salt butter with um, some other. Right. But the, the sea salt was served separately. Yeah. You put it on on your, on your own as mm-hmm. much as you want. It just. But the bread was, there was a crostini, not a crostini. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? There was an Italian bread. Yes. And then there was uh, another panini. What's the name of that bread? It was so good. It was, How could it was you really eat good. all that with all the bread? 
Well, it's a five-hour meal. I walked in there being able to fit into my suit. When I left there, could not fit into my suit anymore. (laughs) The the buttons on my jacket were straining. But I really, like, my dream right now is to do Chef's Table, just to check it out. I mean, our wait list came through for Chef's Table, and I could have done it, but I wasn't going to do it without my friends, so. Yeah. Could leave them behind in the peasant room. Yes, that would have (laughs) been In the peasant room. I'm joking, but literally, <laughs> we were the first ones to sit down, and the last ones to leave. I mean, obviously, it's because we had yeah, it was eight of us. So it was a lot more to serve, and then because we were celebrating our anniversary, um, Jen and James was celebrating their anniversary, and it was Brant's birthday, so we got the our ten course meal turned into like fourteen courses. Oh my god! <laughs> but there's there's small portions. There's not like you know a whole plate of food. It's just enough to get you to the next course. But when you add in the wine and the champagne, all the desserts, it, it adds up. So what would you do different if you went back? Like just the different room? Yeah, definitely a different. I would like to try a different experience in the restaurant. But if it was if I can just get this room again, I'd do it again. Just to, I don't think I would do any. I probably would skip the caviar upsell because it was good, but it just took a long time. I think that was that, a lot of it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was great to share with the table, but I don't think, like, if you go with just another person, it's a lot of caviar. He did say it does feed three people. Mm -hmm. And we pretty much, the three of us who ate it. What were the portion sizes? Was it like, you're not overloaded, obviously. It's more like upscale. So you get a little less. I mean, but you're looking at a 12-course meal or 14-course meal. I mean... You don't want a large portion of anything because you're not going to get on to the next well, thing. Well, the, the chicken was probably half dollar size piece, maybe. And then with all the accoutrement on the table, on the plate, too, that added up. But the steak was only an ounce of each. Oh. I wanted more of that. <laughs> the, the same thing with the, the boar, the wild boar. That was probably about an ounce each. So all in all, you're looking at the whole thing together was probably the size of a normal meal. But, uh, I mean, yeah, hands down, do it again. Do it again, do it again right now. One of my friends' question was the age requirement because she has a teenager and she wants to go. I don't think – I there's a strict rule on no kids. Yeah, I think it, you have to be 18. Okay. I'm not positive, though. So, I mean, do, give them a call and check. The maitre d' or whoever answers the phone is very friendly and we'll walk you through it. But I know there's no young kids ever in there. Yeah. And the harp player was taking requests. Yes, she played a a lot of Disney music. So did they give you choices for each? No. The only choices you actually have when you sit down is the upsell, or when they call you about a week before. According to Victoria Albert's website, with the page on Disney, 10 and up. That sounds about right. That doesn't sound right. No, it does. Because a 10-year-old, you're not going to take a 10-year-old to a $300 meal. No. I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> and a dinner jacket is required for men with a college shirt. Tie optional. Yeah, dress slacks and dress shoes. Ties are optional. But we all dressed up in suits. And for women, an elegant evening dress. But it was just, the experience was amazingly out of this world. Did you hear what happened at Flying Fish? No. We got to meet Chef Tim. Oh, is and that who that us... was in the picture? I, you yes. di- it didn't say. And he gave us a tour of the kitchen. Oh, cool. Yes. 
So this is a very big, crazy meal kind of situation. Yeah. Where, we, like, every restaurant we went to, we had an amazing time. Did you tell him about the quail egg on top of the pork yes. belly? <laughs> and, like, within seconds of meeting him. Yes. And he's, like, he he's trying. Well, they lost their vendor for the, the quail eggs. Oh. And they're having a hard time finding a new vendor for organic, all-natural, you know, no farm-raised eggs. And he's like, hey, I'm having a hard time getting the rest of the kitchen on board to bring it back to. Why? It's That's harder the... to prepare it that way. And the dish is so popular. He's like, but I'll, we'll take definitely take it into consideration. Because like, <laughs> I want that. So I want it back so bad. He's like, yeah, I know. Because when you crack that yolk and it would, I said, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we all got the, most of us got the pork belly well of course yeah, there's nothing belly. other to get well the fried oysters are really good too that's all i'm gonna say the pork belly's better sorry i agree but <laughs> i had to try something a little different mix it up but i shared with somebody so it was okay even um, our server for flying fish was amazing she was um studying for to be a sommelier oh nice dd wasn't knew... there <laughs> no no dd was not there i didn't see a waiter, a waiter from last time either no i mean they do get days off every now and then but her name was Erica. She was a lot of fun. She knew so much about wine. And it was amazing listening to her. And, like, just she, she's showing us bottles. We didn't drink a lot of wine, but she's showing us bottles. And it was just. Bottles. What? We had two bottles of wine. Right. But she showed us that bottle with the kids' the hands on yeah. it, which was awesome. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff that if you actually get the chance to, like, eat at some of the high-end dining, don't be afraid to ask questions. Because and, it's more than just a meal. Mm-hmm. It's an experience. It's a happening dog. So does Victoria and Alberts have like they, instead of they should have a choice between a wine pairing or a cocktail pairing? Because I would do a cocktail pairing. You would end up on the floor. I don't if you care. Had... No, yeah. <laughs> Just think about that for a second. Oh wait, how many that's, courses is it? Yeah, that's that's fourteen cocktails. Well, this was this was supposed <laughs> to be a ten course meal. So if you had ten cocktails. Yeah, you'll you, you know, you have to go, you'll be done. Ten glasses of wine is the same thing. Almost. No, not no, not not a fi- not real pours of wine. Okay, like a real pour of wine is not like your full glass. So I mean, <laughs> like at a restaurant, it shouldn't be. It's usually about what about two ounces? Just about yeah. Even so, if they did like three or four for like the main for like the dessert, the main, and when you first get there, would well, you could they get aperitifs. not be able to walk out. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about a normal person who likes cocktails. I I couldn't do ten cocktails and still walk no. when I left. I there. didn't say ten. I said like three or four. Now the but wine you... pairings—they do a really good job of pairing the wines to the food you're eating. So I would definitely just say do the wine pairing. And it's complimentary. It, it, they yeah. the wine is going to complement the food, and the food's going to complement the wine. I looked at the wine menu today, <laughs> and. I they, like it just went on and on and on, and I found a thirty-four thousand dollar bottle of wine, and I don't understand why this wine is thirty-four thousand dollars. I uh, that's what I found all these articles saying the same thing. It's just rare and good, is what it basically said. Yeah, it's the Domaine de la Romance Conti Pinot Noir Burgundy. I see in that word, Cote de no. Nuits Romance Conti. 2011. No, it's not romance. There's no C. Oh, Romani. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I'm not Italian. No. Wait, is this Italian or French? French. Okay. French. I couldn't remember. (laughs) What? It's me. (laughs) Food is definitely worth it. So what was your favorite item for savory in the dessert? Like out of all the stuff that you ate. For savory in the dessert? Like uh, everything else and basically what was your favorite part of the dessert? Like one item and what, what was your favorite of all the food that you had except for dessert? Oh, that's easy. The Miyazaki Japanese beef was my favorite savory. Yeah, that was awesome. There's no way I've ever had anything like that in my life. Um, For the dessert, I really like the cheese plate. And I like the vanilla gelato with the cherry compote. Cheese plate sounds basic, Adam. Do you remember what kind of cheese it was? (laughs) No. It wasn't basic cheese. It was really, that was really expensive cheese. No, it was like hard and crumbly and aged. Like it was aged cheese and I cannot remember. And there was almonds and dates and... Honey, like raw honey comb. Oh, just it was... I guess we've had the Tiffin's cheese plate before, and it was really freaking good. And Italy has the best one, Tutto Gusto has really good cheese. I'll have to remember that for my January trip. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, but then again, on the cruise, my favorite cheese of all was the truffle cheese. Well, yeah. (laughs) From Palo? Yeah, from Palo Brunch. Anything truffle. Yeah, pretty much. Palo <laughs> Brunch probably was the next closest thing that I could say to compare. Oh, not out. at all. The service here was like Oh, well, the service crazy. was. I'm talking about like food quality. Who is your favorite Cats member? This trip? No, at Well, uh, okay, your trip and then if it, Victoria and Albert's. Well, we had the, just one pretty much waiter who talked us through the whole thing. It okay. wasn't like everybody else was kind of supporting, like bringing out dishes. And God knows where these people came from because you never saw them for half the night. But all of a sudden, <laughs> there's like six people surrounding our table with plates in their hands. <laughs> the wait staff does not stay on the floor at all. No. They're the plates and they disappear. So you're literally just sitting there with your whoever you're with. But I thought you said somebody followed you to the bathroom. Yes. Well, if they saw you get up. They, the maitre d', if they saw you get up, he would walk you towards the bathroom. Oh. That would make me a little uncomfortable, but... Yeah, it's not big. It's just, I guess, so that you don't... I don't know why. Accidentally walk into the Queen Victoria room. Probably. Because the Queen Victoria room is right by the hallway to go into the bathroom. And I want to say there's only, like, four tables in that room. Yeah, it's very small. And there are two tops, too, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So, Kate, when we go to Disney the next time, you're going to do it? I would do it. You think Marsh would? Uh, yeah, we love going to that place. That's why our house, it's like that, so. Just uh, gotta start saving up now for the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would want to do the wine, too. I wouldn't. We- I would just get cocktails, but. I don't think they serve cocktails like you think, Kate. Yeah, I don't think they do either. All I want is a, um, vodka tonic with extra lime. I would, that's, I would be happy with that. They might. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, I know... I know people just... have gotten top cocktails there, so... Like 12? Well, no, I'm not going to have 12, because I want to wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you have any other questions? I asked all my questions. Thank okay. you. You're very welcome. 
Well, if you guys have any further questions that we can answer for you, feel free to reach out to us. But um, so, Tim, is this a must do? Yes. Not every trip because we go broke. But yeah. <laughs> if you're, yeah, definitely do it. If you're a foodie and you're even just thinking about doing it, save the money and definitely do it. Because it's an experience like no other. And even though we saved the money, it still hurt, but it was worth it. It was a good pain. It was a good pain when Tim literally opened the box, threw the credit card in, and closed it right away. Yep. Just <laughs> the check. <laughs> and then I looked at it when we got it back, because obviously you have to do the tip, and I was like... That's the biggest tip you've ever left, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the tip was about what we would normally pay total for a signature meal. Yeah. <laughs> the meal was our mortgage payment. Did you yeah. go to California Grill this trip or no? Because you went no, there. No. no, we haven't done California Grill since we did it. Were you? Oh, wow. That was a long When time we were ago. disappointed in it. But we heard it's gotten better. So we might give it another shot. We'll see. I would, I would give it another shot. Not this trip, but maybe the trip after. Yeah. Are you maybe ever going to? Oh, I guess you went to Yachtsman last time and you really didn't like it. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it was right. also... We're finding, and I'm noticing more and more this trip, that a lot of the Disney restaurants right now are struggling with bigger groups. And in this particular one, I mean, we went to Olivia's and the food was okay, but it, there was a lot of missteps. And there was only, there was a decent group of us. I want to say we were either like maybe 10 or 12. So it wasn't that crazy, but they just couldn't handle well, it. Well, I'll just set out table that was 12. Oh, yeah, that's true. There was like 28 of us total. And they, they just... Up. All over the place. But that was also because we were on multiple different reservations. Yeah. Because you, you don't do a reservation for 10. Without calling the restaurant in advance. But it, it just seemed like a misstep. Like some of the restaurants, the ones that deal with the crowds well, deal with the crowds well. The ones that aren't ready and can't, you'll feel it. It's either going to be in the food or the service. Something's going to fall apart. So your big... You took over Whispering Canyon then with all your peeps then? Just about. <laughs> we had almost half the restaurant. And we, we had to give props to Mike. He was our server last year. We got him again this year. He's absolutely amazing. Uh, Donna was also amazing. And I forgot the other lady's name that helped him out. But it was just a great time. Some of the families were a little upset at the noise level. <laughs> I was going to wonder yeah. that. <laughs> Some of them were getting into it. I mean, there was a bunch of, you know, because we had this thing where one of our friends has to get the hobby horse. And she got the hobby horse. And all the kids around were following her. And they were having a great time. And a couple of the families, we went and gave them some three sheets swag. And they really appreciated it. And they even thanked us when, we, when they left and thanked us for a good time. But there's a couple of, you know, you're always going to have some negative Nancys. And... I saw somebody posted a picture of a family at their table and they're all on their phones while you guys are at dinner or something. Yeah, I mean, you're at, you're at an interactive restaurant and you're on your phones. At Disney. At Disney. Yeah. Yes, yeah. at Disney. But that was a lot of fun. It looked yes. fun. I'm sorry I couldn't go. After that, I don't remember because that night was also prom. Oh. <laughs> Did you rent out the Atlantic City Hall, no. or you just showed up? We just showed we up. We just showed up. You took over the Atlantic Pretty City Hall. Yeah. And then pe people were seeing that it was busy, and more people kept piling in. So we, we made a lot of new members just for them coming in to see what was going on. Oh, nice. I just, rem I just remember at one point, people were always saying, Atlantic Dance Hall never gets packed. 
the whole dance floor was packed with people. Those poor bartenders. There was only two. <laughs> there were two what? bartenders. Yes. You you should have warned them. You should we have did. given them a warning. We did. We told them, and they said, "Oh, we we can handle 150 people easily." And then we're like, um, "Yeah." And 148 of those people will be on the dance floor and two at the bar. This is going to be two on the dance floor and 148 at the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they were they were they were great. They they handled it well. Everybody, there was I don't remember people waiting very long for drinks. No, the, we I waited a there's a bunch of us who waited a while for drinks. You just had people getting you drinks because yeah, you never left the dance. Never left the dance floor. People just bringing me drinks. So who won? Who won? Uh... Oh, Mikey and Steph. Mikey were and Steph were so it, it was a blast. Next year, we are already starting to get ideas rolling around. So there will be another one, probably looking at closer, more winter time than fall. If you're all interested, we we'll probably have we we'll probably have to rent someplace out. Yeah, at this point, because our our meetups have been doubling in size. So the first meetup was about thirty people. Well, no, the very first one was like eight. Kate, was that that one? Yes. Yeah. So the fir- first one was at <laughs> like eight. The second one was about 30. This one, the reservation was for 60. But more people showed up to prom. And prom was out of control. So we'll probably have to run to space next time. That so wedding at- looked fun, too. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The side, our friends Chris and Lauren, it was a lot of fun. Oh, the South wedding Carolina was awesome. Beautiful. We found out you can get eight glass. people inside a Toyota Camry. Yeah, I saw that picture. I'm like, <laughs> it was a little crazy. So, did you fly down to Charleston yes, and then yes. fly again down to Orlando, no. or drove? We hitchhiked with our friends Chris and Lauren. Oh, okay. On Monday. We've done that drive before. It's not too bad. And we stayed the first two days at a one bedroom in Grand Floridian, and let me tell you, that room was amazing. <laughs> if you've never seen it, it has a bath, a shower that is as big as my whole bathroom. Yeah, you could easily fit twelve people in that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just... I saw that in the TV that was in the mirror and stuff. Yes. That yeah that that, that I liked. Believe it or not, I feel like because we also did a split stay, so we stayed. <laughs> Fuck it. The rest we of the week in... was a three bedroom grand villa. Where did you stay? A three-bedroom Grand Villa, also at the Grand Floor. Oh, okay. So I wasn't sure Wednesday. if you changed resorts. Well, no, we, we didn't change resorts. We just did the same. We checked out Wednesday, and we spent the whole day the whole day in the pool while waiting for our friends to get in. And then we checked into the villa, and that was also the DVC party at Typhoon Lagoon. How was that? I had a, it was cute. I enjoyed it. I had fun. I, we didn't spend the whole night there because it was just it became too much. Yeah, and it started to rain. Yeah, and people were, I was getting tired because I've been drinking and in the sun all day. Yeah. So we went back kind of early. We didn't spend the whole night, but we, we had a pretty decent turnout for that. Yeah, I don't remember how the count, right, what the exact count was for that. 20-something? 20 20-something, 20 I want to say, sounds about right. So yeah, nobody got, like, blackout drunk like a fool, like, <laughs> Disney security had to be called. No, 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 nobody was that <laughs> No, Disney security was never had to be called, but as for getting pretty pretty messed up, yes. Some people did close down the Edison. Yes, like you were lights on, and, you know, time to go home. But that wasn't us. We didn't go out that night because that was the night of the um, 
party and we couldn't get everybody and unfortunately they don't want to come to the party in the party but it, i mean i don't remember coming home from the party <laughs> I know, we ubered. well we ubered almost everywhere this trip yeah yeah it's so much easier and that, oh, that was the be- thing we really forgot to talk about the um uber on the way to prom oh yeah the world dressed up. The problem was 80s, 90s theme. So we all dressed up. Most of us did it 80s because we're all of a certain age. And the, the Uber picks us up. It's a Dodge Durango. And we're all getting in. And he starts playing Queen. So we all start singing. So he, he turns <laughs> it up. And we all and he's having a good time. And all of a sudden, disco lights turn on in this. Durango. Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, it was, it was a pre-party in, in an Uber. <laughs> it was amazing. We pre-partied in the room to start yes. that off. So we all had a few drinks already before we even got in the Uber. All right. So, Kate, you have the recipe this week, right? Sure. Because <laughs> while we bougie it up, and we're going to go take a walk on the veranda while you're pulling up the recipe. Okay, <laughs> darling. Um, <laughs> this is from Cooking with Mickey, Volume 2. This is a retired recipe. This is the coconut squares from Papite Bay Veranda. <laughs> <laughs> for real <laughs> yes that's the old that's the old place that it was called at the disney polynesian resort and this makes 64 one inch squares you're going to need a fourth a cup of coconut cream two cups of half and half a half a cup of cornstarch one cup of shredded coconut half a teaspoon of cinnamon one and one fourth cup of coconut toasted for coating. In a medium sized pan, combine all ingredients except your toasted coconut and mix well. Heat over medium heat, stirring constantly until mixture leaves sides of the pan. Remove from heat and place in a lightly greased eight by eight pan. Refrigerate for at least two hours. Cut chilled mixture into one inch squares and roll into toasted coconut coating well. Sounds good to me. Not as good as Victoria and Albert's, but it sounds good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to look for uh, Victoria and Albert's recipe, but everything I found is not on the menu anymore. It's just like soups. Yeah, I've made the carrot ginger soup from Victoria and Albert's, and it was very good. It's probably like the one from Monsieur Paul. I like that one, too. Yeah, that's tasty. That's a tasty soup. Alrighty, guys. So that's going to do it for us. We'll get back to our regular scheduled programming next week. And we will talk with you all later. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Good night. possess a gift or two. One of them is this. They have the power to make a wish come true. Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might, have the wish I wish tonight. We'll make a wish and do as dreamers do. Wishes, wishes will come.
I'll bet a lot of you folks don't believe that. About a wish coming true, do you? Well, I didn't either. Of course, I'm just a cricket, but let me tell you what made me change my mind. You see, the most fantastic, magical things can happen, and it all starts with a wish. is a powerful thing, especially when it comes from the heart. Pain is kind. She brings to those who love the sweet fulfillment of their secret love.
like a bolt out of the blue, fate steps in and sees you through. When you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. <laughs> Sometimes wishes can be granted in the most unexpected ways. such a crick in the neck. Hello, people. Up here. Come on. We've got some wishes to grant. Just remember, always let your conscience be your guide. Let your conscience be your guide. Mm -hmm. Let your conscience be 